Welcome to the Adopting Joy podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Joy Ryan. It's my passionate mission to share inspirational insights, actionable tips, tools, and techniques that you can apply immediately so you can create your best life. Sample topics include dealing with difficult people, how to get motivated and stay motivated, and transforming your struggles into success. If you're looking to create a more free and fulfilling life filled with greater happiness, health, and healing, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you love your life. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. I like to say a lot of people hit the ground running or they just hit the ground. And the difference lies in how we bounce back. I'm sure you can think of some people that you know who are just very resilient no matter what they go through. You could say the difference lies in our mindset, who we surround ourselves with, and what habits we have in place. Show me your habits and I'll show you your future. I want to give you in this uh, 12th episode some of the best, most positive daily habits to practice for body, mind, and spirit. Number one, have a morning routine. Start by focusing on what you're grateful for as it will help propel you in the right positive frame of mind. And this is something I do no matter what city I'm in and no matter what the weather is like. Even right now with it being mid-December and um, it's a lot colder, it's getting dark at four o'clock, the mornings are just beautiful. Sometimes it's just seeing, you know, kind of the pink and yellow hues of the sun coming through the clouds. So, you know, when you get up in the morning, even if you're like me, not really a morning person, you know, what are some things just looking around that you can be grateful for? After that, make your bed. Yes, make your bed. Why? Studies show that when you can start the day by completing one simple yet important task, it sets the tone for the entire day. And this is a small step, but I swear by it. You know, it's like you've got one thing crossed off your list and you just feel more organized, you know, just because you've at least accomplished and done that one thing, first thing in the morning. Also, as part of number one in having a morning routine, plan your day. Now, in some of my other episodes, I talk about sitting for 30 minutes and writing in a journal. I call it coffee and journaling. And it's a time when you can write down what I call your MDTs, must do todays, 
your must-do todays, along with action steps. And any feelings of fear and trepidation or something else, just get it out of your system by putting pen to paper. The positive and maybe any negatives that come up. This one thing, having a morning routine, can make a tremendous difference in your life if you practice it consistently. And I do realize that some days that means getting up earlier, but practicing it consistently, which brings me to number two, practice consistency. Embrace the idea of having some semblance of a daily routine. You know, maybe you're a person where um, you don't need some semblance. (laughs) You've got a real daily routine and you stick to it and you're consistent. So that's great. Um, What would be another example? A lot of people that I know love exercising first thing in the morning even if they don't love it, the exercise, but they love exercising first thing in the morning because they feel calmer, more collected, and have more energy afterwards the rest of the day. Plus, they say it's over with and they don't have to think about it. Study after study also recommends you get up and go to bed at the same time every day. And I realize, you know, maybe this isn't always possible, or you may want to sleep in on the weekends. So improvise. But as much as you can, embrace routine and consistency. Number three, get sun. Get outside in the sun and get moving. Getting outdoors can be a challenge in the winter because, you know, if you live in a cold weather climate, sometimes the cold keeps us wanting to stay indoors. But I also find that once you're out, for example, if you're walking your dog, you know, a lot of times once you've been out about three minutes or so, it can really energize you. The other thing is research points to the fact that sometimes doing the very thing you don't feel like doing when it's cold and gray, like getting out and walking is one of the best things for your emotions and your mood. Now, I have a number of friends on Instagram who are Canadians. And so we we talk about this a lot, you know, just kind of the things that can help you to combat the winter blues. And I will admit, I love the seasons. So maybe you're like me, you like that change. I live in the Northwest. It is gorgeous scenery, mountains all around, but winter and spring can bring gray days, which can result in, you've probably heard this before, SAD, also known as seasonal affective disorder for some people. The next best thing, if you don't get a lot of sun, because I know up here we don't, the next best thing is to buy a lamp. Some people call it a happy light um, because it mimics the happy mood that you experience much of the rest of the year, and especially after you have used these lamps. You can buy them on um, 
places like uh, Amazon, they don't cost very much either. Just don't use one for too long, or you can go the other extreme and become manic. I've never used a lamp, but I'm seriously considering it because so many of my friends up here in the Northwest use one and they swear by it. Number four, be kind to yourself and others. Do you treat yourself the same way you want others to treat you? Now, you know, usually we are our own harshest critic. Now, in the past, I forget what episode it was, but I did an episode on is comparison stealing your contentment? And why is that? Because we're typically our harshest critic. So become self-aware of the words you say to yourself. Be careful about the words that you say to yourself and really try and practice awareness of any negative self-talk. Studies show that the average person has 50,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And when we talk to ourselves about ourselves, 77% of the time, that self-talk is negative. So if you're sitting there thinking, wait a minute, do I talk to myself? I don't know. <laughs> yes, we do talk to ourselves. So really be mindful of what it is that you say to, our, say to yourself, because we are our harshest critics. Ditto what you say to others. So part of number four, be kind to yourself and others. Become an encourager. The world has plenty of naysayers, as you know, negativists and critics. Incidentally, you actually get a burst of the feel-good hormones in your brain when you are kind to others. Research also points to the fact that even someone watching this take place, when you are being kind to someone else or they are being kind to you, research actually shows that when somebody is watching this, they feel better about life and themselves in general. As the saying goes, and this is one that I love, practice random acts of kindness as well. I love to do that and can attest to the fact that I feel so good when I'm helping and or encouraging others, whether it's in person, in writing, when I'm speaking, coaching, or on the phone. Five, step outside your comfort zone. Do it afraid. Remember, when you are being tested, feeling stretched and uncomfortable, this is when you are growing exponentially. Challenge yourself to take more risks. Having the courage to carry out what scares you results in increased confidence. So courage results in more confidence. Robert Allen once said, Everything you want is just outside your comfort zone. I wholeheartedly agree. Number six, this is one that you've heard before, but it's easier said than done. <laughs> Eat healthy 
and drink at least eight glasses of water a day. You're more likely to step outside your comfort zone, successfully manage stress, and navigate change when you feel good physically and mentally. So make an effort to eat healthy most of the time. I emphasize most because my smart mom always said the key to everything was moderation. And drinking more water, okay, that's something we all need to do. You know, this sounds simple. These are simple steps, but this one's not always easy to execute. And I had a pharmacist who once said to me, almost no one drinks enough water. I think I was there a number of years ago because I was really having problems with um with allergy and I was allergies and I was asking him, you know, do I really have to drink, you know, X amount of, you know, cups of water when I'm um, taking these? And he said, yes. And I said, you know, I don't think I, I, I know I don't drink eight glasses of water a day. And almost before I could finish my sentence, he shook his head and he said, no one does. So more water and eating healthy, aim for about 80% of the time. Number seven, have a passion and zest for life. If you're passionate about the main things that you do on a daily basis, it will make it easier to maintain a positive attitude most of the time. And I say most because I really don't think it's realistic to always be that way. And I will talk about that a little bit later. So even when you have to do things you don't like, such as organize your garage or your closet, you know you have other more fun things in the future to look forward to once you finish those tasks. So if overall you're, you're happy and you're passionate about what you do in life, personally and professionally, it's just going to be easier to do the things that you don't like because there's so many other things that you like. Admittedly, I love speaking, being a life coach for a living, and writing. I have a new book that is going to be coming out soon, Adopting Joy, and the underlying theme is about how my rescue dog, Joy, she was already named Joy when I adopted her, how she transformed my life. But I also go into topics like procrastination, dealing with difficult people, um, because how do, you, how do you adopt Joy and deal with the stressors of life? So I love what I do. Even if I won 50 million in the lottery, I'd keep doing exactly what I'm doing now. Passion is the fuel for your daily habits. Passion helps you see long-term, even when you're doing tasks that you don't enjoy, because you're able to kind of keep your eye on the prize, as the saying goes, and focus on the big picture. So passion, it's the fuel for your daily habits. Eight, Feel your feelings. I just talked about acknowledging having to do routine items and other things that you don't enjoy. And we all have those chores we have to do that we don't like. 
It's healthy to get your emotions out because positive thinking isn't always practical. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't believe in motivation. Why? Because truth be told, you are not always going to feel like doing something. And that's normal. So feel your feelings, acknowledge the fact that sometimes you're doing things that you don't really want to do. But why are they important? It's like brushing your teeth. You know, most people don't thrill to brushing their teeth, but it's something that we all have to do because we know what the positives are. So you're not always going to feel like doing something. I know people who dread going to the dentist. I'm not one of them. But many people are afraid of going because they fear pain or the unknown. It's perfectly natural to feel that way. So whatever's going on in your life, let yourself feel and express emotions such as worry, anger, resentment, guilt, whatever it may be. And like I said, get it out, whether it's talking it out exercising it out, getting it out on paper, whatever you do, just find a way to acknowledge it and get it out of your system so that you can get on with enjoying your life. I think it gets easier to um, acknowledge feelings as we get older. I think we become more comfortable with ourselves. Um, I think we become a lot more emotionally intelligent. You know, we know a lot more about self-awareness, social awareness, um, and so forth. So I, I definitely think this gets easier. But I also think that it's important to feel your feelings because if you don't, they fester and it only gets worse. So stuffing them down is not a solution. Number nine, the ninth positive daily habit. Spend time outdoors with nature and animals as often as possible. This one is different than just getting sun. For, for instance, as I look out the window, well, when I wrote this, as I was looking out the window about an hour ago, right now where I am, Tall green pine trees were all around looking out the, the big window, as well as small gray round boulders neatly placed on the walking path leading downhill to the lake. Now, I'm not at home, but minutes away, I'm just, I'm just minutes away someplace nearby where I tend to do my best work. And just shortly after coming together with what I wanted to include in this podcast, there were two squirrels chasing each other. So here I was just, you know, a couple of hours ago, I'm looking out the window. There's all these pine trees. Um, there's forested mountains. And I'm looking at these two squirrels chasing each other. And it just, it just brought me right back into the present moment and made me so grateful for this whole scene that was playing out. I wasn't focused on the past. I wasn't future tripping, just enjoying the, the cheap entertainment of seeing the squirrels. 
and I have pets and you probably do too. And so, you know, just watching your, your dogs, your cats, um, you know, just watching your, your pets can be really fun, as I like to say, cheap entertainment. So all this was going on outside the window. And, you know, I only looked out for about 10 seconds, you know, to watch these squirrels. But it was enough to make me more productive when I went back to work and more grateful. And I say go back to work. Technically, for me, coming up with material for the podcast doesn't work. But (laughs) you get the idea. Being with animals and nature, if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you know they are two of my absolute favorite things. And maybe it's the same with you. Just being outdoors is one of your favorite things or habits, if you will, that will improve your well-being no matter what time of year. Number 10, watch out for technological time suckers. Although it may be more fun to check out what your family and friends are doing on Facebook or, you know, watch funny cat videos on YouTube, stay away from these technological time suckers. Better yet, maybe time yourself so that you can, you know, take short breaks to do these things, but you don't get carried away because we've all been there. Nothing is worse than looking at the clock and realizing you just spent a big chunk of time getting nothing of value done. You know, we've all had those times where we're just gonna do a little bit of scrolling and then we just get carried away. So instead, save those fun technological breaks for many rewards for progress. Like I said, set a timer if you think you might need to, to make sure you don't lose track of time. I would love to hear from all of you, um, what are some additional positive daily habits that you believe successful people practice that you could add to this list? You know, maybe one that you would add is steer clear of pessimists because that can certainly affect you and weigh you down, even though sometimes you you have to be around people like this, but, but you can limit the time. So I would love to hear from you. Uh, connect with me. I'm on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore. That's at adoptingjoy and the underscore symbol. Or connect with me on Twitter at adoptingjoy. And I'm also on Facebook at Colleen Joy, J-O-Y, Ryan. And I'm, I think there's one from Australia. I'm the one in, in the U.S. So I would love to hear from you. I'd like to end with two quotes. The first is by Aristotle. He said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. And the second by Gandhi, who said, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become 
your values. Your values become your destiny. I'll close by saying, cultivate your habits and your values carefully. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Adopting Joy podcast. Share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore. That's adoptingjoy and the underscore symbol on Twitter at adoptingjoy. And I'm also on Facebook at Colleen Joy. Ryan. Colleen Joy Ryan. Thank you.